0: Go to www.toontalk.co.uk and also listen back to the show when you go to itunes just put in Talk, and you can listen back to the show wherever you are in the world remember also on any hand handheld device you can go to nova radio www.novaradio.co.uk and you can listen to us anywhere you want in the medium of your mobile phone and any handheld device well it's always about oh, Newcastle united and the, the good thing is, the bad thing is, it's actually now linked with Sunderland and their miserable season continues. Lots going on with Newcastle United. We've, we've actually managed to stay up, but the last couple of results, the last couple of, couple of games, haven't been great. But, in, plus, we've still got the takeover going on in the background, if it, if, if it will happen, if it won't happen. And that brings me to my main guest this evening, in John Richardson, sports correspondent and supporter of two hopeless causes, of course, Newcastle United, and Chester Football Club as well. Good evening to you, John. How are you?
1: Good evening, Andrew. Great, mate. Great to be on.
0: Yeah, nice to see you back on. Uh, it's been obviously uh, when it comes to the issue with the Newcastle United. A couple of weeks ago, you said Amanda Staveley, it's back on. She's coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and,
0: just... <laughs> and it's, it, it's funny, like waiting
1: for it? it's like waiting for Christmas, isn't
0: it? <laughs> been there, done that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean. Uh... It's incredible because, as I say, there been, have been talks between representatives of both parties, but there's been no direct talks between Mike Ashley and Amanda Staveley. And you know, um, it's moving very, very slowly. And of course, then just about a week ago, Mr. Ashley moves the goalposts and puts the price up. Um, and that's that's the way of the man. You know, he was he was before he was asking something between three hundred and three hundred and fifty million depend you know 300 million on the nose 350 million with installments and now now we we discover it's it's around the 400 million mark so i don't know it, it just frustrates you
0: yeah obviously the, the article you wrote um i thought, I thought it was great because at least it it shows that there's a willingness to come back to the table um the only way i, I the only way i can think of it is that if you've got other people interested. Then of course you would put it up, but it's been proven that um, you know she she's bid three fifty, and I know I listened to uh, Steve Rae, who's a, a yeah. founder of this show, and he said, oh, he, he has he just believes she's going to come back in and and make some kind of bid. So I can understand it really because well, if you see four and a million and she comes back in with whatever figure she comes back in, but I, I think it's irrespective of what he says because when it comes out. Uh, it's probably had something to do with your article, possibly, that you come back in and go, OK, I, I want extra money because oh. of this, this and this. So, but we everybody seems to believe there's no other bidder. So, yes, he got lucky with Rafa uh, being able to get us over, over the line. But I must admit, anybody worth a salt would never... I never thought that uh, we'd win four games on the bounce. quite incredible, really, the Rafa effect.
1: Well, obviously, probably Rafa's career you know over the years and I would put this right up there as one of his greatest achievements Andrew you know keeping Newcastle in the Premier League because Stephen Gerrard just uh, I don't know about 6 or 7 weeks ago said on on TV that he felt that Newcastle had the worst um squad in the Premier League and with anybody else they would have finished bottom and well, I certainly agree with the fact that they would have probably been relegated. I would have taken them to finish in the bottom three. So Rafa has worked miracles, but there's no way he's going to hang around and, and try and work another miracle next season. You know, So all this has got to be sorted. Now, obviously, he was hoping that the takeover would happen, and he still does, because he knows Amanda Stabley's people, and uh, they've already said that he would stay in situ in the job, which, you know, only a fool would kick somebody like Rafa out. Mm. So we're in a situation now where, you know, thankfully we're staying up. But as you know, plans have to be made now for the, you know, the transfers. And I think at the moment you've got to assume that Mike Ashley will still be in command. And so it's a case of how much money is Ashley going to release for Benitez to spend. And that will be the, the the crunch. It's not over Rafa's future. This is all about how much he will have to spend in the summer transfer market. And if it's negligible, you know, if it, if he's hardly going to get anything, then obviously Rafa will will possibly look elsewhere.
0: Yeah, because I believe you you might know this better than me, but I think he's. Con- I think there's a five million bounty yeah. on his head. So I think. Um, yeah. People yeah just, in, just
1: just 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 instructing on that andrew yeah. um which that is right it, it's it's a year's salary it's a million yeah. Yeah. but but i think that doesn't apply in the third year of the uh, third year of his contract which of course the, it, so we're coming to that now so i don't know if that applies which is worrying because then it means he could could walk away and not have to pay anything uh, likewise, Mike Ashley won't have to pay anything. And, I mean, Rafa will be in demand, you can be certain of that. You know, there'll be other Premier League clubs looking at him, especially West Ham, I'd have thought. There's even a story about Leicester City, you know, and there'll be clubs abroad. So, Rafa is a wanted man, and um, Newcastle, in many respects, are lucky to have him. And, you know, all of us, you know, everybody hopes that uh, he continues.
0: Yeah, I think, um, do, you, do you sense that it's him who has... Bring, it comes across anyway, doesn't it? That he, he's definitely, um, you know, there's a push from him to get this sorted out very, very quickly. Oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely. He loves the club. He loves the club, loves the area. Um, I think he, he feels, well, I've spoken to him about it, mm. he feels Newcastle's just like Liverpool. You think the fans are very similar. There's... Um, you know, there's the same sort of atmosphere at both grounds. It's like a time warp with both clubs, isn't it? You know, both both sets of fans are, are manic in the nicest sense of the word. You know, they live and breathe for the game, which isn't the case everywhere, but certainly in Liverpool and Newcastle there is. And he, he just he just wants to bring some success to Newcastle because can you imagine if they actually won something? If they won a cup, well, they're not going to win the league, obviously. Just mm-hmm. won the FA Cup or the League Cup. You know the fans would go absolutely berserk because you know we wait a very very long time for something like that, mm-hmm. and even now you know Newcastle fans are getting excited about finishing in the top half of the table. Mm-hmm. You know well we should be looking at more than that, and he he, he wants to look. Uh, he's more ambitious than that as well. So he wants to stay without a doubt. He wants to stay, but he will not stay if his hands are tied like they have been. You know over the last 12 months. So. You know, you'd think, wouldn't you, that over the next week or so that Mike Ashley would want to meet Rafa Benitez face-to-face and get all this sorted out. But, you know, it's all done through Rafa's representatives and Lee Charlie. Well, I don't know. That I think that's a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah, I think um, you, you can tell by any kinds of fans that there hasn't been much pushback on the fact that it is going to be Lee Charlie. And there should be immediate danger because, like as you said, the ga- you know know—you're going to Charlie, and then Charlie's going to make a phone call to yeah. you know, yeah. the Muppet that is down in London somewhere. Yeah, and this is that. To me, if you're if you're going to take over anyway, you've got to you've got to hedge your bets anyway, haven't you? So you might as well say, okay, I'm going to. Uh, here's a great contract. You know, complete control. Uh, here's about the money you're going to get because, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well she's going to come back there's a rumor that she's going to come back in do you know do you know if she's going to come back in do you do you have a figure or is it completely at a moment that no. they're talking uh, or they're not talking
1: well again it's representatives of representatives it's not face to face talks because i'm afraid um mike ashley is still fuming over that meeting they they had together you know in the indian restaurant yeah. in london he you know he thought it was a publicity exercise and uh, he was ready to bin it completely well, he did bin it completely well i think there's been a bit of an apology from the other side and they're talking again but i you know the, the thing is well it's back to your original point andrew that, that was a very good point in that whatever mike ashley does to sort out rafa benitez well the new people take that over anyway don't they so he's he's, he's got nothing to lose um the fact is before when the talks were taking place relegation was a was a possibility and there was a relegation clause inserted, well that, that can be taken out now. It's it's just frustrating because, you know, people connected with Newcastle would think that the club is worth three hundred and fifty to four hundred million. You know, it, it it could be a gold mine, you know, you're gonna get fifty two thousand there every other week. You don't have to worry about that. You know, I just wish I wish there was somebody else out there as well, you know, to, to yeah, put a bit just, of pressure,
0: pressure on. Yeah. I, I, I must say, I think uh, we discussed the other week that, the, you know, the, the thought process was, there was they thought that there was a, a Chinese team out there uh, who, were, I wish. who were interested. I wish.
1: Yeah. And it's, and
0: it's, and that, they, might, even, they might be in
1: Stall Street, of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do no <idea>. But even, <laughs> I think um, when, it, when it comes to when it comes to Rafa, you think you think to yourself, okay, he, he's driving these talks. So you can imagine this week, you're probably looking at possibly Tuesday because he likes yeah. to do it quickly, probably gives the players two days off, whatever it is. But um personally I wouldn't give him any days off to what's happened the last couple of weeks. But oh. um the fact that, you know, he wants to, he wants an answer, he wants it quickly. Because if you are in demand, you you have the you, you have to, you must know the back of your mind. Oh, I've got this team after me. This team after me. Everton might come after me. You never know. But with, yeah. with with Sam Allardyce, that's the thing. It's only going to get more, It's only going to get bigger and bigger, especially if the, the third year of his his um, um, contract he, he can leave for free anyway. He oh. loves Newcastle. He's a great He's completely agreed in it. I think um, you know. But but in, I think with Amanda, she must have an. You, you, I think the wait and wait and wait, like the way that she is as well, is is counterproductive, because you're know, in the last three given seasons You're completely you're completely safe. Why not just come and say, okay, we're interested. In, we're we're going to make another bid, whatever it is, three seventy five. Uh-huh. You know, because and that's the thing. That's on her. I I do think she she if she's going to do something. You know, she's always going to get mocked because of what happened to Liverpool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike Ashley, and I, I do believe this, Mike Ashley keeps saying to his people that, well, we haven't actually seen the colour of the money yet. You know, we've had promises and, you know, he's asked her to put some money down, well, her group down, and uh, it hasn't happened. So I, I can see the frustration from his side as well. Um, it's it's just, it, for, You've got, for me... Yeah, have of funds,
0: I, all right. You've got a, yeah, a, it, funds is the same thing as money in your bank
1: account, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i just... I just wish we had three or four you know consortiums, or whatever you want to call them, or pe- wealthy people from China or whatever, you know competing to try and try and buy this club, because let, let, let's face it, a few months ago, I think Ashley was more vulnerable to selling than he is now because we're going to have the Premier League riches for another season that that could be worth between 120, hundred and fifty million. Again, he sees pounds, and shillings and pence and he thinks, oh, well, that, that's not bad. I'll, I'll hang on for another year. But at the same time, I'm not going to spend much money. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to run it like Sports Direct. And that's mm-hmm. that's where the frustration comes. And also, the worrying thing is that he, he, he wouldn't really care that much if Rafa Benitez left because he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's not into the football club at the moment. And he'll just get a replacement, you know. The, the fact that the fans would uh, go berserk or whatever, you know, it, it's immaterial to him. The, the only, this will never happen, Andrew. The only way people can try and get this sorted is for them not to buy season tickets. They're Not going to do that, are they? You, you know, Newcastle fans—they they just won't do that. You know, it, don't don't turn up at games, but they won't do that. Yeah, that, I think
0: this this is the issue. It's always an issue for Newcastle fans every single season you know the only reason they got fifty two thousand in in the championship was because of one man and even then there wasn't anything coming up about a takeover it was wishful thinking and you know you keep on hearing the old the old chestnut oh yeah people you know fans don't you don't they don't want to be stopped from going to, to do what they want to do but when it comes to when it comes to the you know making a sacrifice for their club and um, the, the, the only good thing that Ashley can see is can say to themselves, well, you know what, they haven't had a pop with me this season. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Had a pop. He's, he's at one of his branches in Gator has closed down in the high school, oh. right around the yep. country from Ireland. Yeah, well, and, right. um, so, you know, it, it, the, I can, you, for me, it's like, well, he's gonna, if you're going to lose money, yes, he's got, the World, he's got the World Cup coming up, hasn't he? Maybe, oh. maybe he's thinking about that. But the fact that Rafa is pushing him I like the fact that we're going, to, we're going to find out very, very quickly what he wants to do. I think people are of the mind that because in the last year, his last year of his contract, um, you know, he will, you think he will stay till the end. You know, you'll see how his contract is. But if the fact that this, um, nobody's going to pay five million, uh, that... Uh, p, p, uh, yeah, I'm not, not
1: 100% on that. Yeah. But that, that, you know, that's, that's uh... It would
0: make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah,
1: but but you know I, I do feel that all this will be sorted by the end of May You know it's not going to drag on into the summer rafa if Rafa's was still there at the beginning of june Then he'll be there for next season because I've, you know as we've been talking about he wants it sorted now because Let's face it. You've got to make those transfer plans now, you know Pete, He's got a list and he have a list in january as you know yeah. um, And it's a case of how much mr. Ashley are you going to give me? now if 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 he come if Ashley says turns around and says, Right, you can have I don't know eighty to hundred million plus whatever you, you bring in, because mm. obviously Mitrovic will be sold yeah. for probably twenty million. Um, you know, you can have that as well. Well, that's not too bad then. I mean it's not as much as other clubs, but at least he can work with that. And also, you know, he wanna he wants to buy Kennedy yeah. you know, from Chelsea or you
0: know, pos- with Kennedy, pos- uh, John. Remember when I remember he had, I think he had played a game and he, he did really well. And oh. I remember in the press it came out that he was um, basically the there was a really cheap price for him around twelve to nearly thirty million to actually buy him. Now, if Newcastle had run properly, they probably would have they probably would have jumped in. There you go, job done, get out. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They would, that's yeah. the way I remember in I wouldn't say the good old days, but we used to be quite quick to get players in. Uh, that we could get in for a, ch- a cheaper price. So yep. now we've left it. He's playing, better. and uh, he's playing, but he's still got a temper, Mister Kennedy. But um, you know he's playing well, and now the rumours are that he's, you know, he's, he's yeah. worth. Well, and the only way you are going to get him now, if it's alone.
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, I could give you an example of Harry Maguire. Uh, last yeah. last summer, uh, Rafa wanted him, and mm-hmm. um, an inquiry was made, and when Rafa, well, Rafa's people inquired. He, they could have got got him for 12 million but the but the powers that be say we're not paying 12 million for him you know blah 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 try and get the price down so in the meantime you know Leicester come in and now there's talk of him leaving this summer from Leicester to one of the big clubs for 40 and 50 million you know <laughs> the, these are the frustrating things that happen and you, you can only take that for so long can't you yes. you know he can only be knocked not back I mean the number of uh Players he's, he's, he's been for as we've talked about on this program, you know it, it's you can know it's it's right up there. It's about like twenty to thirty players. Yeah.
0: I think uh, you know the, the good thing about Rafa, he, he's obviously I think he's been disappointed in the last two games. I, I can understand Newcastle players. You know we've we've got we've got we've got where we need to go, and the intensity is not there. But if you look at the Arsenal game. Uh, yes, they were my But again, that was that was kind of similar, wasn't it? The way that yeah. yes, there was a winner, but both teams really didn't have that um no. in them.
1: Uh, no, I think it's a reality check, Andrew. To be honest, yeah. I think it's good in the long run because you know otherwise Mike Astley might have said, you know, well, oh, I was right. You didn't need all these players. Look, you're going to finish seventh or eighth. You know, well Newcastle won't finish. They'll probably finish. I don't know, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Because uh, they've got two tough away games coming up, um, you know uh, Watford and Tottenham, and then it's it's Chelsea, isn't it, at home? Um, it, it is in a way a reality check that shows that the you know the squad needs strengthening. It? It,
0: it is mind blowing, isn't it, though, that you've got you've got a, a Champions League manager in the way the way Ashley thinks. Well, yeah, I've had to I've had to pay for it, mm. <laughs> which yeah, you've got to pay for it because not many not many. Um, uh, you know, owners managed to get somebody of the calibre we've got, and you know, you know, I actually did think I don't know what you think, but when it, came, when it came to the players that came in, he essentially had to beg, didn't he? He had to beg him on Absolutely. the last day to, to bring his players
1: in. Absolutely, I mean, I mean, just look at Rafa's CV, the clubs he's managed, and you know, Real Madrid, Liverpool, etc. You know, he, he won trophies at Valencia. I mean, he's. He's one of the top managers in European football, he's a, and he's at Newcastle United, which is absolutely fantastic. But you know, it doesn't seem it doesn't doesn't that doesn't seem to impress. Ashley. you know, he it's just a football manager. You know, he he runs the football club how he wants.
0: Yeah, I think I think one of the main stories of the weekend when you, when it comes to you know Rafa's ex club Liverpool, are you surprised that? Um, Stevie Gerrard could be going. Could look, could look to go to,
1: to Rangers? I no. think it's idiotic. You know? No, I'm not, not surprised because uh, I was speaking to somebody um, who's very close to Stephen Gerrard last week. In fact, they did a story on Sunday about him. And um, Stevie G has enjoyed it, you know, looking, uh, looking after the under-18s at the academy. Uh, but he's got itchy feet now. He's had one season and he doesn't really want to do another season um and he's quite excited at the prospect of, of going to Rangers, even though you know they seem to be a million miles away from celtic and there's, there's a lot to lose there but um he's been telling people as long as it's right and uh, you know and he's allowed to 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 have some money to spend um then he's going to go and take gary McAllister up, up with him because i think he's also been encouraged by liverpool by jürgen klopp to sort of cut his teeth elsewhere because Liverpool see him as a potential future manager. Well, Klopp is probably going to be there for three or four years at least. And so it's going to become frustrating for Steven Gerrard just to remain at Liverpool with the academy. You know, he might be promoted onto the coaching staff, but I think he definitely wants to manage in his own right. Um, he turned down and moved to MK Dons about 12 12 months ago, he, he didn't think he was ready for that. I don't know Ipswich which Town had been sniffing for him, but um, Rangers, I mean, it's a huge football club, isn't it? A huge, huge challenge, and I think he fancies it, Andrew.
0: I must admit, though, I think he'd be far better looked after at Ipswich than what he would at Rangers. Yeah, it'd be better.
1: easier, probably.
0: <laughs> far be easier. I think going to Rangers. It's a poisonous situation there anyway. with again, Mike Ashley's fingers, fingerprints all over there. He should really oh. think about that. You should have a chat with him, maybe. Because if he's going to go to a guy who essentially tried to run that team into the ground, anyway, oh. with, the, with with his shenanigans and Charles Green, um, you know, you, he, if if any, if anything that has done in Newcastle is is a is a is a is a starting point for having an owner who essentially We'll push and push and push, but we'll not talk to you, to you not talk to you face to face. Oh, what's the yes. point? So, yeah. you know, all these, obviously, I know he wants to take Guy McAllister, and you know, I think Gary McAllister's had his time, and yes, he's he's he takes part in Liverpool. You know, he's ambassador, but I, I just I just think with these sometimes with these um folks in football, you know, he had a he had a good playing career, and he hasn't really done much as a coach either. Not really many many clubs. So I think yes I can understand it, but you know Rangers, you know you look at you look at Gareth he took one of the best well alleged, one of the best coaches from um, uh, from Chelsea didn't he? Yeah. Uh, to 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 work with with England because you know he's he's supposed to be one of the best coaches. I don't you you probably tell me better than what I can but um, I think with him he needs a vibrancy uh, when it when it comes to starting now because. He's got to have a plan
1: B if the players don't take to him, and you know it. it obviously, well, this, this got yeah, I, I, to yeah, I this. I I agree. I mean, I, I remember Alan Shearer saying that. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm Alan Shearer. You know, I've, I've got I've done this. I've done that. You know, I'm your new manager. Well, that only lasts, doesn't it, for two or three months? Mm-hmm. And mm. you you've got to prove yourself, and that will be the case with Stephen Gerrard at, at first. You know, players, oh, Stephen Gerrard's our manager. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Look what he's done. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But you've got to prove yourself and yeah, it, it's it's gonna be hard. But I I I just know he's up for the challenge. It's not exactly the same as you know, when Graham Souness went there in the eighties, you know, as player manager. I think Suey was just thirty four, which is younger than Stephen Gerrard. But then uh, Rangers were awash with money, weren't they? Yeah. Awash with money and ambition and um, you know, Walter Smith was there and, you know, they'd done this, they'd done that. And they went on to, to to continue winning things, and they brought in you know top players from you know south of the border uh and yeah, you're right, this is a completely different proposition um and well, a lot of people have said well you you're mad taking on this challenge because Celtic you know as we said are a million miles ahead aren't they and look. That looks likely to continue. You know, when you look at the two squads, you know the money that's at Celtic and, the, I mean, Rangers have done brilliantly to come back to where they are. Yeah. You know, after going right, right down the leagues. So, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough one, but it, it's one that he I think he's, he's looking forward to. I think the interesting
0: thing uh, that happened next to our neighbours yesterday was Sunderland. Obviously, we laughed at Sunderland big what's been going on. Personally, I'm not one of them. I, I just no, think no, things man. can. I think things can happen in football so quickly. You can laugh at somebody, and they'll come back to bite you. Yeah. And I think um, you know they've had an absolutely dreadful season. And um, I think people are. I know it's in the press, especially the local press, talking about uh, Chris Coleman, uh, who was basically given no help whatsoever. Oh. But oh. with that team, not it, it, say for a couple of games, it, they, they didn't do. They didn't seem to do it enough. To do anything, and no. I think again, I'll probably I'd like I, I would say that he's a fa- another apart from Wales, he's, he's he's another failed manager who, you know, why did he leave Wales, John? It, to me, it was the most ridiculous decision I've ever seen in my life. Well, he, well he was
1: there's only one re- there's only one reason he left Wales. That was for more money. <laughs> um, you know, he was well, I can tell you, he was on uh, he was something on I think he was on five hundred thousand. Uh, a year at Wales, and I think Sunderland was eight hundred thousand um, And and also I think he, he felt that he he done, you know he, He'd taken Wales to the semi-files European Championship, you know, he, that would never be bettered mm. and uh, he, he just wanted the law of you know day-to-day managing again um, But I mean I have to say I, I only saw them a couple of times um when there wasn't any Premier League games, I covered a game at Burton, Burton, and, and Sunderland. And you looked at the Sunderland squad; it's a squad that should have been nowhere near the bottom three. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the, all right, it, it wasn't a squad that was going to challenge for promotion, but it should have been safe. And you, you got to ask. And also, you know, I know Chris Coleman very well, but he, he, he's got to look at himself because he, he took took them over in November, so that was time enough to do something. Um, they kept on, didn't they? You know, letting in late goals And yeah. it's just amazing That they've actually finished bottom With, with that squad But like you, I mean I, I don't wish them any ill And I'd rather have them in the, the Premier League So we can have the Derby games And, you know, as long as Newcastle Keep finishing above them that, That's fine, for, as far as I'm concerned
0: Well, it sounds but, like uh, to me That the, the son and uh, the chairman the guy from Eastleigh it Sounds like a yeah. complete nut chanter. chancer like, you, you, look, you look at anything. and you think... Yeah, his first reaction said, oh, I'll throw money in it because the money will, will mm. knock everybody out of the way. So, again, no thought process no. to what actually should be happening on on a local level. To, yeah. to, you, know, you can bring money in if you look, look at Salford. You know, I you all, I, the
1: Yeah, money. yeah. I always suspect people, Andrew, who keep swapping clubs, mm. you know. He's got interest in Oxford United as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got Eastleigh... Ox- obviously, you have to sell Eastleigh. It's got Eastleigh, Oxford, and now Sunderland. You know, that, that that for me, it, it isn't somebody that's committed to Sunderland. It, it's somebody who, who wants a better football club. It's like mm. its like changing your car, upgrading your car, isn't it? You know... He was um, slagging them off last week. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Well, I,
0: heard, some, I heard
1: him
0: slagging Sunderland off last week. Well, some <laughs> people
1: might, might say Sunderland's a Skoda. I don't know, but... <laughs> we'll see, but anything's better than the other, you know, the previous owner I'm be sure because, you know, he just lost complete interest in the club and, and, and let it, you know, meander, uh, you know, just let it run itself into the ground and, I mean, it was horrendous the losses, the you know, somebody was saying that they were losing £500,000 a month. <laughs> well, well I think
0: with this chance uh, they'll definitely be a bit more um, Thing, yeah. They have the money on the. I think everything would be, you know, cost-effective. Well,
1: yeah. If they don't get out of the league one, I mean, it should be a steward's inquiry. You know, <laughs> I mean, they should bounce <laughs> I back. Don't I
0: don't think yeah. they will. I think uh, they've got. I think playing in a playing in a league like that, and you've you you 1st of all you've got to have consistency. You're going to have to have, mm. you're going to have to buy players that play in that or used yeah, to play true. in that league. True. So, all of that team that Sunderland have got,
1: they're going to sell them all. Yeah, um, yeah but, but possibly, possibly. has got a hell of a job for the new manager. There's talk it's going to be Chris Wilder, you know, the Sheffield United manager, which which is a good appointment if, if they manage to get him. But you're right, he will have his work cut out because there will be players going and obviously you will have to bring players in. Although, you know, playing for Sunderland in League One is an attraction, isn't it? You know, for, for yeah. those players of you know, knocking around in that area. So, I, I, well, you don't wish them to go down again. I know loading your castle fans will, but it's a bit like oh, it's it's a bit it's quite like Rangers and Celtic. You know, you, you speak to Celtic fans, you know, and they say, oh, you know, we're glad when Rangers were right down in Scottish League 2 or whatever it was, 3. But no, they, they want the Derby games, don't they? As long as you win them.
0: Yeah, one question I've got with regards to for the breaking news that flamani has been banned. Uh, that brings an interesting conundrum up, doesn't it? Because Flamani's banned, which will be three games because he'll, he'll obviously admit it. But he, he definitely he did. He did do what You know, there's two reactions, and it was, you know, he, with cameras these days, you, you can't do anything. It's ridiculous, really. But no, no. and the thing is, Mitrovic will actually be available to come back. For the oh. final two games because their last game is on Saturday, Sunday, whenever it is Saturday. Um, so it would be interesting when it, he, he, Rafa says go away, score 20 goals, come back and take it from there. But it would be interesting to see him come back, uh, even if he to be put in to more or less replace to see you know as an experiment because Thamani. You know, I think, unfortunately, unfortunate thing for Samani is that he's out for so many games before he, yeah. before he started. But if he came, started playing straight away, at least then we could have, we could have, could have got a better sense of him. But um, I must admit, when you look at football, if you get two out of three, you're happy. The yeah. goalkeeper, well, Kennedy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think Slamani's a good player. I mean, uh, you know, he's yet to do it at Newcastle, and he might never do it at Newcastle now. <laughs> but uh,
2: this is well, the
0: chance maybe. On on like I've been reading, yeah. even, on this, even when I'm on the show, like, you, some Newcastle fans are jumping on him, saying he was a waste of money. Craig Hope, especially from the Mail, saying he was a waste of money and yeah. all this stuff. Well, you know, there's a reason why he costs all that money and. He, with him being, in, being so
1: injured, he will be available again for a full loan. That well, I'd, I'd, him. I'd I'd take him. I'd take him because I've, I've seen a bit of him and I, th- I think he's, he scores goals and I think he's quick. Um, You've got to forget what's happened at Newcastle. It's been a disaster. Mm. Um, But, you know, ho- well, if you could take him on loan again next season, I, I'd do that. Uh, or if you get him for, I don't know, £10 million, I mean, don't forget, this is a player that cost Leicester £29 million and, and had a, a fantastic uh, record, you know, and was, was, well, Arsenal. Arsenal were interested in signing him, So I still think he is a good player, but you have to accept, you know, people don't think he's a good player. Well, they've got more evidence than me, you know, this season. But I, I just think from the past, he, he can score goals. Um, so, with uh, Mitrovic... Uh, Rafa's mind's already been, you know, Rafa's mind's yeah. set up. He, he doesn't think he's a Premier League player, so he'll he'll be sold. Um, the thing is, what what what's the good thing is that his price has gone up. <laughs> you know, I mean, Fulham would now probably pay about twenty million for him, whereas before, you know, it was probably fourteen or fifteen. Um, and I I think he's look he, he's done well for them. You can't say, you know, he, he's helped. Well, if they get promotion, I mean, it still looks like Cardiff are favourites. looks like Fulham movie in the playoffs. But if they do get promotion, then a lot of it is down to him. You know, he's he, he's played well. He, he's also been quite sensible. You know, there's been only one or two things off the ball, which he's been able to get away with. Uh, because the attention on the championship isn't as great as the Premier League. But it, it's not a case of... Well, I don't think it's a case of Rafa welcoming him back and saying, oh, you've done a great job. You know, I'm going to give you another opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because I think his, his, his mind's made up and it's just a case that he's done well at Fulham where he hasn't at Newcastle.
0: I think that's the issue, isn't it? I think, obviously, people are saying he comes back, but it, I can't see. Like, it's completely shocked me, but Cardiff, to me, will go up. Uh, oh, it's of absolutely amazing. I definitely think because of the Warnock factor... It's amazing that he manages to do this. Like I, I must have, when they got him in. I thought getting back to the premiership was he having a laugh. But <laughs> but look at them. They like every single week they just seem to win, win, win. And they, they're not really well to me. They're not. They're not that good a team. But the I'm way not. that they, it's like horrible to watch. I can't stand watching them. But like the thing is, Fulham have wa- have wasted this because if they're going to go in the playoffs. And I think it's quite an easy game that Cardiff have got, but no, normally with Cardiff it's Cardiff although it could be their own worst enemy thinking well okay, when the pressure gets a bit too high um you know yeah. they, they they seem to be not to be able to function but um yeah, you know, I think I hate people,
1: that. yeah. go on sorry
0: no I think uh it, it, but the- the great thing about the championship there's so many teams that are desperate to get up, and you've got Middlesbrough, you've got um, Fulham. You've got Aston Villa. Uh, Aston Villa, God, and I must say personally, just because I like uh, Steve, because I like mm. you know the way that Steve plays, yeah. I like to see him go. But it just it's just the the fact that only the t- the teams that should be going up aren't going up, and this this is the thing. Mike Ashley and other things you've got to realize when you go down, man, you're
1: not going to come back straight away. No, well, well that, that just shows what a fantastic job Rapper did, <laughs> you know, to, to, to get them back up. Because, I mean, forty six games, it's a slog, isn't it? Oh. Um, I mean, back to Cardiff. I think Neil Warnock has done an absolutely fantastic job, but I mean, they play Reading, don't they? Yeah. If they, I think they have to go up automatically because if they're in the playoffs, I don't think they make it because you know, they'll be shattered, that they've just missed out. Mm. And against, you know, the Villa, um, well, Middlesbrough as well, Derby, I think they would miss out. So, mm. also, I don't like saying this because, you know, you, you want to celebrate going up, but th- th- there'll be certs to come down again, I'm afraid, um, because, mm. as you say, that <laughs> it's amazing. There's no real names in the team. Um, the football isn't great. Um, I can't see them having loads of money to spend in the summer. So I'm afraid if they go go up, which is fantastic, I think they would be odds-on
0: favourites oh, to come down. There's no, no. I think because that, that's his. I think more. said uh, that's his final shot. He, wa- yeah. he wanted a, ra- a round number so he could finish off and. Um, but he, he's a nightmare in the box, and the and the, so he'll be very interesting the Premiership. But it's going to be, you know, hats off to me. If you do see him in, in your rounds, you know, he divides opinion. But for me, what he's done, brilliant. does a job. Oh, fantastic!
1: Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think, I think what Neil should do is, if he, t- if he takes Cardiff, mm-hmm. say right, that's it. Yeah, I thanks agree. very much. Yeah. you know, yeah. I've had a great career. Um, because. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly can see if he stays with them and say they're bottom of the table, adrift in October, November, December, then he won't. You know, he'll be pushed out because that's the way football is. Mm. You know, there's, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. sentiment, is there? There's no. Oh, thanks very much for taking us up. You know, you know, we want to stay up, and you're not the man now. Yeah, so, yeah. If, if I was Neil, I'd say, right, that's it. I'm 70 now. I've had a great uh, innings. Um, I'm going out on a high. Yeah.
0: Give me a, a, a quick take before I bring the next caller um, on uh, Arsene Wenger nice a class thing at mine they did yesterday I thought that was really nice Oh, absolutely
1: fantastic that. absolutely fantastic I mean I, I'm, I'm a huge Arsene Wenger fan and I don't know anybody who isn't um, I'll I tell you I mean I first met him funny enough um, you remember when Alan Shearer signed for the tune mm-hmm. um, I went and um, I went on the the Far East tour, Newcastle, the pre-season tour. They took Alan with them, because he just signed, but he never played. And uh, Newcastle playing in Osaka. And there at the stadium was uh, Arsene Wenger, who was then in charge of Grampus Eight, you know, the the, the Japanese club. And I was introduced to him, uh, did a piece with him, um, and he told me then... Uh, that Cleb Poddle, who was then the England manager, wanted Arson as the FA's technical director. Uh, but he turned it down. And then a, a few months later, lo and behold, he, t- he turns up at Arsenal and, you know, he just transformed, he transformed not just Arsenal, but he transformed English football, you know, uh, with his the nutrition, the training, etc., He's um, just absolutely fantastic. I think to an extent he's overstayed his welcome um, sure, because Arsenal have gone down. Although to be fair, you know, he could end up winning the Europa League. He's, he's won yeah. the FA Cup three years, the last four. I think we'd take that, wouldn't you? Yeah.
0: So yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, an absolutely fantastic servant to English football, real gentleman, and as you say, Andrew, I thought that was a class act yesterday at Old Trafford with a presentation by the old enemy of course mm. Alex Ferguson and there's Jose in on the act as well it, it, it was very very nice but did you notice okay. at the final whistle um, you know it was all nicey-nicey wasn't it mm. before the game but the final whistle goes they've just lost to a, a late Fellaini goal mm. and Arson just not exactly storms down the tunnel but he doesn't look at anybody <laughs> he just gets out of it because he hates losing um, yeah. you know that's it but yeah, yeah fantastic sad to see him go in many ways because he's great to deal with as well never ducks any questions gets a bit irritable don't they all but yeah. great to deal with and fantastic manager
0: he'll turn up somewhere good they always do people like that because they just you know they talk football if newcastle imagine it, but it would be quite ironic wouldn't it newcastle lose <laughs> rather and he comes he comes to newcastle <laughs>
1: I think I think you'll find Arsene will manage abroad somewhere. Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. Well, thanks so much for coming on, John. Any breaking news you know? We'll have you back on a- me. Andrew, absolute <laughs> absolute pleasure. Let's
1: let's get let's get this taken. Let's all <laughs> uh, raise some money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> thanks,
0: John. Cheers, Andrew. Bye. Up. Up. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, great to have John Richardson on the show. a regular guest of mine on here always great quality because he knows everything about everything it's fantastic well i'm going to bring in my next caller this evening it's andrew murdy good evening andrew how are you
3: hi andrew i'm fine yourself hi
0: not too bad not, not too bad so uh, i've been confirmed the weekend that uh, well just a couple minutes ago that slavani uh, is going to be banned you mm-hmm. know i think um obviously lots of things were happening the weekend and uh, you know a few boos ringing out with the fire the whistle but you know, it's the, the last two the last two games. Like I said to John, you know, when you when you when you when you get get out relegation, you're not going to go down. The performances do drop, and you're against teams that you know have somewhat to prove. But you know, it's been a great season, and as I said to John, the only worry is is that if he's in the fourth the third year of his contract, you know, nobody has to pay a thing. He can just go to, to the teams that um, that are currently uh, hovering
3: to try and get him? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Rafa are relieved, to be honest. Um, I think uh, there will be money made available. How much? I don't know. And, of course, we don't know if the takeover is going to happen. Um, they've said, uh, Ashley said that Newcastle, he said this last summer or sometime last season, um, Newcastle can, sorry, Rafa can have all the money that, that, that we make uh, by any means, as in like sell uh, selling players, and then so we're going to get what like twenty million for Mitrovic, you would think. Um, yeah, and then you've got like the callback who believe in save they all be off the uh, off the wage bill. Gale will probably go, so you probably get around about fifty million for him, and then you've got Premier League money, um, television money, so it'll all add up. So yeah, I think you'll have a decent kitty. Um, and uh, let's just hope to get him signed up within the next few weeks and I, I, I think they will
0: yeah I think people, I, I'm in two minds about this because I think the the one person who's not getting involved Andrew is Mike Ashley so if you're not meeting with a person that you know I think as John said you might just think you know the team have stayed up uh, if 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 the fact that he hasn't met with that, that he just might think oh I'll get somebody else in but with the takeover there, you know, hovering around, because John was the one that broke it to say that um, the talks have begun He got a lot of stick for that. But um, you know, now we're, we're safe. Can you understand the fact that um, he wants 400 million? Because to me, the day be- I think the day before, uh, Rafa had come out and said, you know, he's looking to stay and he, he wants to, you know, improve the club. And essentially, the next day, Benita's comes. Sorry, uh, Mike Ashley comes out in the press. He's a favourite, Sky Sports, saying that um, uh, essentially, uh, you know, one for a million.
3: Well, the club's in a in a stronger position now than, than it was when um, when when the talk started uh, around Christmas time. You know, we're in a very precarious position then. So, you know, Ashley as the owner, he he can ask what he wants, can't he? Yeah. Um, do I think Newcastle's worth four hundred million? Well, like the, with the potential we've got, the stadium, and you know, not just that, the city, the size of the club, it probably is. It probably is, and I mean, it's up to now. It's up to Stavely and whoever else want to buy the club to to pay 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 the money that Ashley wants.
0: I think it was interesting when obviously Steve Bray was on another uh, show uh, the other night, uh, and he said you reckon she's going to come back and make a bid so mm. to me you know 350 was on the table it has been proven that um the money's there i think the interesting thing that people who are pro actually always say or even people making an, an assumption <clears throat> i think uh, john made one when he when he said or oh, uh, he's always said he's never seen the money well you've got to make a proof of funds available <clears throat> when you when you when you're looking into accounts so, mm-hmm. essentially, the money's there. It's not in your bank account, but it's, it's hovering. It can hover there. You press mm-hmm. the button, it goes into your account. So, yeah. I think um, every time I hear that, it's just a clear lie. Um, again, he's just playing politics with the fact. But, on the other side, Amanda Stavely, if she wants to buy the club, if she doesn't, it's really bad on her because of what happened in Liverpool. Like, you know, they're, they're saying she took forever and a day to make a bid for them you can't be caught out twice, you know. Trying no. to prem- a Premiership team, if you want a value for money in a really cheap price, well, why would you not buy Sunderland?
3: <laughs> well, I, I think you're taking on uh, you're, you're taking on a lot more um, than uh, than uh, just a football team. If you're buying that lot, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody being not many people like Amanda Stavely will be interested in a League One club. To be honest with you, I think uh, mm. you know they've they've got. This new guy who's coming in and he's he's at a, a from another League One team, mm. um, you know it's it's a completely different ballpark, isn't it?
0: What did you think of the performance on Sat on Saturday? Because you know the, everybody's grandmother knew <clears throat> that West Bromwich Albion were going to come here and they're going to fight because mm. of that that Darren Moore. It, it, it was obvious, and it was quite obvious to me that the Castle players. For so all the run around that we do, we, they get they get told you know that they're great at doing that, but they're not going to put their foot in because they've already we've already achieved what we need to achieve.
3: Well, I mean people shouldn't remember. Uh, people need to need to remember. Sorry, um, we have had. I mean yes, we've won four on the, on the bounce and we've been excellent since January. But before that, we also had some bad performances as well. Yeah. You know, uh, and we didn't play brilliantly all the time. Um, I think Saturday, look, we didn't play well. We didn't deserve to win. I don't think it was a very good game. Um, there was an argument to say neither side really deserved uh, deserved to win the game. Uh, a bit like the Everton game. Um, was it for a lack of effort and try? No, I, I don't think it was. I just think that I just think they played badly. But but this end of season syndrome it happens with everybody. You know, it's it's just I don't think anybody goes on the pitch. You know, thinking right. You know, at the end of the season, let's just you know let's just have a relaxing 90 minutes it just it it doesn't happen like that it just something subconscious subconsciously just just changes you know when you're safe but you know I think we can go to I think we'll go to Watford and get something you know I think we can I mean if anybody says that we're not going to get another point this season I think you know that's a bit daft because nobody can tell me we're not capable of going to Watford and at least getting a point you know I mean Tottenham and and um Tottenham away is going to be difficult, but they've got, um, got much to play for now. Their 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 season kind of dwindling out. Um, Chelsea are very up and down, you know. If we put the kind of performance in against Chelsea as in we did against Arsenal, and Man United, we are going to beat Chelsea, something like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think would I think it's important that we we get it we, we play well against Watford because uh, that's one of our bogey grounds, isn't it? So yeah. um, it would be nice to. To go there and just say okay, but I, I I think that game I don't think I think whoever we put out there, it's gonna have an end of season feel to it anyway, isn't it? So you're not gonna yeah. you to see like we'll see tonight won't because Watford are playing Tottenham at Wembley, so you, mm. we'll get a good indication from that. So um, I I just think it's it's one of them things when you, when you look at Newcastle, you know I'll get to Lee in a second, but Slamani but uh, what's your thoughts on that? Because it's a shame, isn't it? But I think I think Rafa played that one wrong. If I'm being honest, um, I would have, I wouldn't have played him against Everton. I think he should have gone with the the same team and then brought him on like he did um, in, in the first game when we won against against Arsenal.
3: The thing is, Lamani needs games. Um, he needed games. Obviously, he's not going to get them now because he's been charged. Um, I think. You know, when we bought him, I, I was quite happy because he is a good player. He's um, he's 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 proved that in in the, in the past. That, you know, um, in I think he was a sport in Lisbon before uh, before he was at Leicester, and he was a good striker. But it just just for one reason or another, it, ha- it hasn't worked out. Now he's 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 been charged. Um, it was a stupid thing he did. He didn't need to do it. But Mo Salah is getting away scot free for 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 him and a swing at a, at a Stoke player. So. How, how does that work? You know, Chan- Chancellor and Bemba was kicked in the side of the head against uh, against Huddersfield, and he had and he had blood coming from his temple, and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just the fact that you know it's a Newcastle player, and we're not a popular team, we're not a media-friendly team. You know, let's just um, let's make an example out of him and uh, and uh, let the big boys get away with it, like Harry Kane mm-hmm. always does.
0: Yeah, uh, obviously I'd like to bring in Lee, Lee Johnson, uh, Good evening Lee. Andrew makes a couple of good points there with regards to the to the the players that get charged, who don't get charged. What's your thoughts on that? And obviously the performance of the weekend too.
2: Um, did you uh, First and foremost, because I wasn't on last week, did you celebrate the death of Sutherland last week? <laughs>
0: <laughs> not really.
2: Oh, well, I'm I'm incredibly disappointed. Can we not just talk about them? <laughs>
0: Well The oh, thing is you've got, you've got to think of karma What like, Today, I'm Matt, if, I don't what want to jump mean? I don't do want to like do With a team That Please. could It could happen to us in, you know, I don't
2: want like to jump uh, I think the only team but That's getting hit with, The only team That's getting hit With massive karma Is Southern Football Club Andrew <laughs> You've got well, Yeah but
0: remember if, if, What happens that? Well, a lot, a lot of things Are happening with Newcastle As well
2: Karma so, Currently karma Karma's in prison And that's what's happened To them <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you agree with uh with Lee on that one, Andrew, with with regards to, to Mr Johnson in prison and what happened
3: for Sunday? Absolutely. I mean Christ. How, how how they got away with playing that, that man for the ty- um for the length of time he 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 did play after he actually ad admitted to uh, Margaret Byrne, you know, what he did. It it's just but, you know, they wanted to beat them a lot up the road, didn't and that's more important than ethics and in, in, in their world.
0: Mm. Yep. I think. Um, sorry, Andrew. Andrew
2: sorry, <laughs> Andrew. What was what what was your original question?
0: <laughs> well, obviously, when it comes to when it comes to we've obviously lost some. I think it was regards to the the that players, Newcastle get charged, and other players yeah. who do similar things to Newcastle players. Yeah. They don't get charged. Now, Simon is being charged, which yeah. and of course he's getting pelters on social media from journalists saying he's a waste. of a waste, a waste of a loan sign, which I don't think is true because his his uh, assists led to us being safe against uh, yeah good against point. Arsenal. So yep. um, plus, I think next season he could be available for a sizable less money. Um, I think it could be an interesting uh, interesting dynamic. Uh, there's going to be a lot of players available next season. What do you want? I to mean,
2: watch? It's, a, it's a it's a shame happening. I mean, at the end of the day. He came injured. Um, not. I would I would hasten to say that's probably. Not right. It wasn't Rafa's fault. It was again the. Because um, Mike Ashley was on holiday until about the 16th or 15th of January, pissing around. Um, and, you know, we tried to buy Yorke, um we didn't pay the money. We ended up getting Slomani on loan. Slomani uh, did have an impact at the end of the day. He was um, um, without him challenging for the ball against so Huddersfield. We probably wouldn't have scored that goal. And also, he, he made a big impact in the goal against Arsenal. So, in terms of saying it's a flop, a flop loan signing, I suppose I can understand where the journalists are coming from because he's played limited games. But ultimately, he contributed not it. was getting six points, which were crucial. Um, he's clearly better than what we've got. We can all see that just in the limited time he's played. He probably would have scored last Monday night when I was down at Everton if... Perez's pass had been better to him because I mean it was it was so simple that pass it was it was diabolical how bad the pass was to him. Um, so I'm not going to write it off as um, a bad signing. I would I would say it highlights um, the particular work that the owner does uh, when it comes to signings. And Rafa is massively key on preparation, and that means preparation for. He would have had everything lined up in January what he wanted to do, but like I said, my gosh, he was twiddling twiddling, twiddling, twiddling till about the 15th of January, and I don't think Rafa got the the all clear to go out and try and do deals till about then.
3: So the know, thing that's... is, Lee, like everybody's a genius in hindsight. You know what I mean? Oh God, I. N- nobody, not well, not many people I, I saw were were saying, "Oh, what we're getting some money for?" He's awful. He, Leicester the summer before paid 30 million pound for him, Absolutely. and. You know, it in you know, at the time it was a good a good bit of business because that's all we could get. You know, mm-hmm. we left it so late. You know, and you know, and uh, for one reason or, or another, it hasn't worked out. And that happens. But I don't think he deserves to be. I don't think he deserves no. to be um, deserves to be crucified because, like you say, he's had a massive impact yes. in getting them um, them them the uh, the six points. I was delighted. I was delighted
2: yep. we got him. I was just—it yep. was just as soon as the guy came and injured, and you, you would have liked to have seen a lot more of him because ultimately, in them two particular games where he came on and, and, he, and, he, and he assisted for the two particular goals, he had a massive impact. And you, and you looked at him and you thought, well, he's a different animal compared to the players we've got up front. Absolutely. You could see it. You could see mm-hmm, it. Yeah. And that's—and that's what—that's and what, that's what we want to see next season. We want to see a 30 million pound centre forward on the field. Mm-hmm. Imagine having a thirty million pound centre forward on the field week in week out. Your couple you this season, I still, I'm still convinced would have probably been finishing in around where Burnley are. Yeah, we would.
3: I'd uh, Yeah. Yep. We're very close. No though,
0: doubt. But I think uh, when it comes to the fact that he's, you know, he's going to get pelted. He's obviously going to go back to uh, Leicester. Um, you know, I think because people are saying, well, yeah, it'd be nice to get this player, that player in, uh, because Rafa's already started the process to try and get players in, like I said to John earlier, and Andrew as well, when it comes to the fact that you want to get these players in, you've got, like, especially with Kennedy, I remember, I think, all of us remember, when Kennedy had, I think his first couple of games, he was doing so well, and it came out, Ucafla could buy him for around 12 million. Now, if Rafa Benitez was in charge properly, like, like you know, pre, like some, some regimes have been, like, he's given us, when, he's, when they've had money, we would have immediately jumped on that player, said, oh, he's a canny player, 12 let's pull the trigger. The fact that he's not in charge of the purse strings, we should all be worried, really, because the fact that Rafa has said, I'm, I'm talking with Lee Charnley, I'm talking to Lee Charnley um, next week. Why is he talking to Lee Charnley? Why would he need to talk, why would that one of the club who should be trying to give him everything if a takeover <coughs> happens, why would you talk to Penfold, who essentially can't make the decision anyway because he's got to go back to the, 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 the guy we have in charge currently? It doesn't make any sense to me.
2: There's, no, there's only one man who makes the decisions, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one man. Uh, there's one, he signs off on everything. I don't care what, when Mike Ashley comes out and says he's not actively involved in the football club. That's an absolute load of rubbish. Mm-hmm. He signs off on everything. Um, Lee Charlie is just clearly the go-between. If Lee Choney, Lee Johnny certainly wouldn't give Rafa the green light and say, "Oh yeah, I understand what you're telling me here, Rafa. Yeah, get on with it. You go and do it. You go and spend that money." Everything, everything gets signed off by one man, Andrew, the absent owner, the guy who's not really that interested. Um, I, I'm massively concerned about what's coming. Um, I,
3: yeah, I think
2: I always will be when Mike Ashley's here. I, I, I kind of, I have no trust in the man, and that's, uh, and it's with you know, with it's. And it's, it's, it's I'm not I'm not making things up where I'm going like some if a fan said to me oh Lehman stop um, stop scaremongering and things like yeah, that But come on, man on, he's got he's got previous I can't I can't take this club seriously still with with him as our owner I mean let's be honest let's if you had a, if you were holding a strand strand of hair which is easy to break Rafa Benitez is currently the strand of hair and he's the middle of the strand of hair he's the only thing that's holding the club together really, between the fan base and the owner, it's a fact. The mm-hmm. fact. Without him, if he goes, you're talking all, all kinds of meltdown in the summer, and I mean meltdown, because, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 Rafa Biniondez is pushing continuously mm-hmm. to try and make Newcastle better. Rafa pushed and pushed all summer he complained, he moaned all the way until the end of the transfer window where a lot of people were saying, oh, that's having a negative effect on the team. Well, no, it wasn't. He was trying to better the team. He was trying to better the players by bringing better players in, which would have challenged the players, which I don't understand why people were saying he was having a negative impact. And he did that in January. And it brought and it and it made and it brought more to the players because they had better quality of footballers around them. I don't think they're that kind of group where they go, oh, He's bringing someone in to take my position? Well, no. He wants to bring somebody in to challenge you, and there's nothing wrong with that. And without him, I have, I have great concern. I just don't trust Mike Ashley whatsoever.
0: What do you think, Andrew? I think I think he makes a valid point because when you look at when you look at the fact that it's Avraamiditis who is pushing this uh, talks. I don't think it's the other way around. It's clearly he said, "Listen, I'll talk to I'll talk to Lee next week." Well obviously now we're into this week, so you 'll talk to him, but you would think you ought to be on that chopper fly, flying to, to Newcastle because he knows in the background there could be a takeover, so whatever money 's coming out it's going to come it 's going to come back to him anyway
3: yeah what um the thing which is kind of bothering me is yeah. and I know we're talking completely different sums of money, yeah. but this this um this takeover at Sunderland seems to have happened within a few within a few days, mm-hmm. and and I think if somebody's really serious about about selling the club, they don't play it out in the media like like it was. Yeah. Um, they, they just get on and do it, and I think it can be done relatively quickly. But this saga has been been it's been going on since for about six months now, you know. So I, I just I don't know actually how how serious he actually is. About selling the club, um, he's obviously a making a so, hell of a lot of money.
0: There's a difference, so, isn't it? It's like because he kind of gave the club, he's, he's, paid, he's paid the debts. So there's a, there's a bit of a, it's a bit of a difference because obviously I think uh, John said earlier that the club were losing five hundred thousand pounds a month in mm. Sunderland. So the fact that he's got rid of the debts and it happened quickly, but yeah, it's happened quickly because. Yeah, when somebody says, okay, we're going to pay off essentially everything and you can have it for, well, he's given it, well, essentially he's giving it away for free, isn't he? He's just said, there you go, uh, I'll pay everything off, go for it. Yeah. Did I guess he would never pay anything off for free. And he, 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 You know, he wouldn't give you a lollipop for free.
3: No. Yeah, I mean, like, I know we're talking completely different yeah. scenarios and, and uh, sums of money. I, I, I just think if somebody, like, really deadly serious about buying a club, they will going to say, look, here's the money get it done and I'm not sure if the Stable's group is that is that serious
0: what do you think Lee I think um, the fact that he's come out and said he wants 400 million yeah well I would say 40 million because you've, you've you've you know there's 350 million on the table that hasn't gone away and obviously I was speaking oh. to Steve Steve was on uh, another channel the other, the other week saying he, 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 he feels like she is going to make another bid so it's mm-hmm. not a, it's not along the the, the possibility that they they could come to a deal.
2: I mean, I I still think I still think the asking price what well the, the 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 new asking price for the Premier League club with Rafa Benitez as the manager with our fan base is relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. And I would have and I and I have to say straight away the minute the minute a new owner or a new the new owner or if a new owner walks through the door and they start speaking positively about what the what they want to do about the club and its future? Those club shops literally fill up, and you will not see—you will not see—you will not see, you will not see um, many people walking around Newcastle. Kids or anywhere with, with, with um, hardly without their Newcastle clubber on. That was the big thing on the Keegan. Them club shops used to be absolutely rammed. There was Newcastle tops everywhere. Everywhere you mm-hmm. walked, there was a bit of Newcastle kit. Anywhere you went And that's massively Stuck the Ashley Because no one trusts him, No one buys in a shot So it's uh, People don't buy his gear And stuff like that So That, that, that would be in, 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 in Let's see right First thing to do they come through the door That starts happening The buyer The buyer buy Marquee player Imagine people Queuing outside St James's To buy the shirt again Get his name printed on When have you seen When, when was the last time You seen that When was the last time You seen that With queued out the door People 30. won the mm-hmm. shirt of course, longer, possibly longer. Andrew, you'd probably yeah. go back to Michael Owen, sadly, a yeah. little mm. shit. But uh, you know, like I, I, I just think like if you're a new owner walks through the door, the amount of money they would make off um, little things like that would be massive. And I think that I think it would pay, honestly, I think it would pay for itself very quickly if you yeah. if you're making your Cardiff United successful and you invest in it.
0: Yeah, I think it's. it's... That's the thing. I think the next couple of days I think are very, very important for Newcastle.
2: But, know, but Andrew, I have to see it. not sorry not yet. I'm still always of the opinion, and this is it, niggles away in the back of my head. Does he really want to sell it? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think um, that's the thing, isn't it, Andrew? He gives so many guarantees about how he would allow payments to be made, like 50 million this year. You know, in a lot of payments. So that to me was he's very very eager. But then he, but the problem is when he gives you a deadline to sell it by a certain amount of time, that's what he sticks to. And he, you know, using Rafa's words, especially when people were expecting him to come back and and say, you know, when he was when he was on holiday. But he, he'd already told um, Rafa when he says that the sale that the sale was was off weeks before that anyway. And then obviously Rafa came out and said it. So I wouldn't think that's changed the, the method of payment. If he wants forty minutes, I think it's it it's there shouldn't be much that would that if she is going to come back in, but I think she needs to come in pretty quickly. Because if this back and forth is going to happen with, with Mike Ashley, well it's not Mike Ashley is it? It's going to be Lee Charlie. So, you know, we're still going to be in thinking what's going on because if he wants to buy players, he's going to have to buy them pretty quickly because the the window is going to be closing, and you'll want to sell um, uh, Mitrovic uh, if Fulham go up, which I don't think they will. Um, so it, it's an interesting quandary what's going on, and and uh, but I think the only reason we're having this quandary, Lee and uh, Andrew, is the fact that he's pushing Tin Meat with with Lee Charney. But as a manager, why not the, Not why not demand that the the owner is there with them. Why, why would you go through a middleman? It makes, to me it makes no sense that you go through a middleman Lee let's us Lee Charlie's on that buzzer in a conference call and he's pressed the buzzer and they're all in together. Because I, I, I don't think there's any feasibility where it's just Lee Charlie in that conference room talking. I think you'll find that the, he'll mention Mike was in the call. Because he, he has to be in the call. He has to be.
3: Mm-hmm. Mike Ashley is is impossible you know to mm-hmm. he's impossible to read he's and he, 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 you don't know what he's going to do from one day to the next I mean he's he's come out and he says oh I'm going to take a back seat and everything's going to mm-hmm. go through through Charlie you know is that actually the case I doubt it mm-hmm. um I, I just I just um I agree with him I'm I'm just not 100% sure how how eager he is to sell the club because we're making a lot of we're making a, a lot of money. We're going to make more money next season because we're, we're 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 going to still be in the Premier League. Now, we all want him out, of course we do. Mm-hmm. But if he if he signs Rafa to, to to a contract and if he gives them let's say somewhere between fifty and eighty million pound, I'll still be able to sleep at night. You know, yeah. even though he's he ain't gone. Yeah, true. Yeah, true.
0: Yeah, let's, let's, be let's be honest.
3: Let's be honest. If he if he put let's say let's say he backs up his word
2: and uh, puts a hundred million pound on the table to improve the squad, you've got no problems there. The end of the, the yeah. day, Mike Ashley and his people, Mike Ashley and his people, when he got interviewed at the, after the transfer, he showed. at the beginning when he did that second Sky Sports interview, was talk mm. was talking like to the point they're saying. I haven't got money like Manchester City. Nobody was asking them to spend money like Manchester City. Everyone was just asking them to be competitive with the likes of Burnley and Southampton and people like that. I mean, come on. At the end of the day, when the transfer when the transfer window shut in January, every single club Andrew around us strengthened. A lot of them yeah. broke their transfer record. We didn't. We didn't. We brought in a couple of loan signings. Two, two which have worked out. One which hasn't, maybe necessarily. But you've got to kind of bear in mind the big, the, the biggest factor for us as to why we've stayed up and other clubs are possibly going down. Who broke that transfer record is the manager. He was our, he and he, he really in reality is our hundred million pound plus footballer. He's that good yeah. and he's that important yeah. to us. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I, 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 I said exactly the same. He's he's our X factor. He's he's, he's the difference. Yeah. Um, if you put I mean I'm not going to go along the, uh, I'm not going to go along the line To saying This is a This is a championship squad Or a championship team Because it's not it, You know I get sick of people saying Oh Newcastle's done so well With a uh, championship team Well if we're a championship team Then 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 the 10, 10, 10 or 9 teams below Are also a championship te- uh, Sides as well yeah. um, But If we didn't have Rafa It would have been A lot closer I think um, He's He's our He's our twenty-goal-a-season striker. <laughs> yeah,
0: I agree. What do you think, Lee? Before?
2: Oh, absolutely. He's that important with Andrew? I mean, you can't under you can't underestimate what he means to Newcastle United. You've got to bear in mind here. He doesn't need Newcastle United, but my word, we need him. Mm-hmm. We need him. If Mike Ashley's going to continue here, Mike, uh, and we need him because ultimately Rafa Benitez keeps us in the headlines, and Rafa Benitez keeps 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 maybe potential buyers interested in Newcastle United. There, would be, there, would have been, there wouldn't have been no talk about no takeover if um, Rafa Benitez hadn't been at Newcastle United. You've got, I mean, you've got to bear in mind, Andrew. I know you were talking about, uh, no, obviously Andrew was talking about Summers as well, but mm-hmm. ultimately Summers, as far as I'm concerned, it looks like Summers being took over by Ronald McDonald. You know, me. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to have a league. They're going to have a not league one budget. They're going to have a. People shouldn't call it league one, as for as It's going to be a division, division three budget. The guy's mm-hmm. coming from East Lee's pretty much got nothing. That went from having a billionaire owner to a millionaire owner, and that's a big change. That's a massive change, and I think they've underestimated their fan base. The job that actually Ellis Short has done. Ellis Short has only just decided this season to pretty much withdraw the funds. Prior to that, he's absolutely bankrolled them. He's bankrolled them, but unlike unlike our fan base, their fan base deserted the ship. They deserted the sinking ship. So, Alice Alice Short's probably thought, and he said, I'm not going to invest anything else. Why should I? Nobody's turning up. You know, (laughs) so that's kind of understandable. So, Mike Ashley is a very, very, very fortunate man who continues to make money out of Newcastle United, and that's why I'm always concerned about whether he's actually genuine and going to sell or not.
0: I think yeah, I think we're, we're definitely. They, was it they say uh, Trump and uh, King John Earn are, are meeting for a big meeting uh, in a couple of weeks? Well, this is the biggest meeting that is on a par with that when it comes to football with Mike but, Ashley. But at the matches. end of the day,
2: Andrew, he had Rafa Benitez has had these kind of meetings pretty mm-hmm. much from the, Jan, the the January transfer window in the Championship mm-hmm. to the summer window in the Premier League to the January window in the Premier League. And every sing- the last three particular windows, Andrew, he's been lied to. Yeah. So if the club release a statement telling you that they're going to do such and such for Rafa Benitez, or do I do I actually think it's going to happen? Based on the last three windows, I suggest no. So he's literally going to have to get Mike Ashley to sign whatever he signs this time and blood. Yeah.
0: <laughs> something. Yeah. There's going to be. A, there's definitely going to be something signed and uh, giving it autonomy on it because. You know, you know what rappers has like, he's got a
2: list of 400 players. It and might Andrew, it might be a case this time that he says, right, if you're if if you, if you going to do such and such and he agreed it, you, we sign this, we either do this or you release me from my contract, because yeah. apparently he has to pay a certain amount of money if he tries to get out of his contract before it ends.
0: Yeah, I heard that, so, but I spoke to John. That, and,
2: that, that, yeah. that could be a bargaining tool there. He might say, look, this is what I want. And, oh, and, the, the, and the beauty of this, Andrew, really, right, is... He's doing it because he wants to make us better. Yeah. Well, so, it's, and of course, all the fans want to get on the board with that. We all know Rafa Benitez wants to make a castle competitive in the right part of the league. Not within the top four currently. That's just not feasible. But to get to the likes of where Burnley are, and Everton are, no, that's yeah. not unrealistic. No.
0: Yeah, true. I think um, that's why when it, when it comes to him, you know, he, he really, when he, if you look, if he thinks of it as a normal human being, <laughs> even as a business person, you've got to think, yeah, well, you know, I'm, he's half right about not backing him in a way by thinking, well, I've got a great manager, he's gonna, he's gonna manage his way out of it. But you've got to think, well, I've got a great manager, I'll keep the status quo until I get a takeover, and I'll give him eighty to hundred million. It's a win-win, isn't it? And plus plus, you know, I'm not going to go back into the lease anyway. For me, it's over for me. For me, Newcastle, when it comes to going to the matches. But, you know, I, I think we just have... The problem is we have to wait. And I think when it comes to Newcastle, especially with Mike, Ashley, because nobody knows what he's going to do, that's what makes it all worse. We, we don't know what he's going to do. But it's going to... It, whatever happens, you're right. If he doesn't get what he wants, he will, in the final year of his contract... Um, he will go somewhere else. T- why, why would you stay with someone where somebody's going to hamstring you? It's just going to it's, it's going to affect your day-to-day environment. That's why when we won against Arsenal, he was so oh, he was so happy. He was so relieved uh, about everything. It, it, because it, to me, it clearly it clearly took a toll on him, didn't it? Really. But, you know, I think with Newcastle, I think we should wait the next couple of days. But give me a scoreline for, for uh, against Watford.
3: Uh, who? Oh, who? <laughs> so, sorry, who, who's, who's that directed at first? <laughs> uh,
0: I'll start with go, Ian, on, Andrew. go Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> give me a scoreline
3: for Watford away. 2 um, 1 yeah. to us.
0: 2 1, yeah. Could be interesting. I think it's all. Oh, I'm going to watch the game tonight, but what do you think, Lee? The response will have yeah. It's not what's the last game of the season. I'm not sure if it is, but. You
2: do know, uh, you do know. My favourite prediction, it'll come true eventually 5 0. I'm only. Doing it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, to be
0: honest with you, I think
2: they, I, I hope. I, haven't, I don't think we've played particularly badly in the last two games. I think we've lost the, that intensity. You can tell You can tell the fear's not there, so they're not as intense in certain things mm. that we've done. And we've, and we've lost the two games 1 0, where, it, to be honest with you, both games. I don't think we should have lost. We could have won 1-0. Both teams didn't play particularly well. So I think if we can go there and get the first goal, Watford, Watford definitely have got their deck shoes on. Yeah. I, you know, and, and for me, it's a big game because if you beat Watford, you're pretty, you're pretty much guaranteed finishing above them because they've only got two games left. Mm. So in that, in, it's sad to see, about finishing above Watford's a massive achievement. Watford are... Watford are um, they're established Premier League side now, Andrew. So you know, yeah. it's a it's a big thing. So i um, uh, probably same as Andrew, two one. You cover. All
0: right. Thanks, lad. Well, hopefully by this time next week we'll have a victory. We might have some news on what's happening with Rafa. Uh, yes. I think it's going to happen quite quickly. Well, Andrew,
2: you've got to bear in mind you're keen on preparation. You'll want yeah. You want everything. You want you want you want assurance. You want everything done and dusted. Mm-hmm you want you want it, you want assurance you want it, and that, that's the beauty of him we will know what's going to happen
0: exactly exactly well, thanks so much lads. thanks so much for coming on tonight yeah thank you Andrew and we'll catch, we'll thanks for later. Later. thanks for bye. Bye. bye 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 thanks bye
3: bye bye Cheers, bye 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 bye
0: Guests this evening especially my uh, special guest in John Richardson remember you can listen back to the show just go to www.toontalk.co.uk and press play and you can also go on the podcast under iTunes just type in Talk, and you'll to listen back to all the shows at your convenience thanks so much for this, this evening all about Newcastle United a little bit of swimming and
2: a little bit about Liverpool